Father, as we come to this Easter morning, this sunrise message, Lord, speak to our hearts from your word today. We ask that you would bless us in our learning. We ask that you would bless us in this day. Help us, Lord, to be all that you have created us to be. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Well, if we were all together, I would greet the congregation by saying, He has risen, and your response would be what? That's right. He has risen indeed. I want to talk this morning about small decisions and big consequences. I'm drifting a little off the traditional scriptures of the resurrection and focusing more on what the resurrection means to us. It is through that resurrection that we have gained eternal life. It is through the resurrection that we have power by the Holy Spirit. It is through the resurrection that we have the fruits of the Spirit in our life. It is through the resurrection that we have victory even over death itself. And I want to talk about a man that is very important to me in the Bible, one that I really like to study, and that is Peter. And we're going to be coming out of Matthew 14, verses 28 through 33. And it tells us in this scripture, And Peter answered him, saying, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid, and he began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When Jesus is in the boat, the wind ceased. We face many storms in life, and we are going through one right now in America and really through the world. We have this storm called COVID-19. There's many debates on it, if it's as big as what it is, if it's as uncontrollable as what it is, or is it just something that is being perpetuated by governments or countries. And You know, we can listen to the news and get a hundred different theories from a hundred different people. I'm here to tell you I don't know the ins and outs of it all, but I do know this. I do know that it is a virus. I do know that people are dying from it. I do know that people are also overcoming it. I know that they are working on vaccinations. I know that by keeping ourselves separate at this time, that it seems to be making a great difference in halting the spread of it by washing our hands, by keeping social distancing, by obeying some of these mandates that have been put in place. But I want to talk about this faith and fear that the Bible talks about. And I am not one that says, well, we're a born-again believer so we can have this great faith like the snake charmers or you go down south and some of those churches say, you know, you can stick your hand into these poisonous snakes and pull one out and God will protect you. And they base that off of a couple scriptures that they want to cherry pick out of the Bible. I don't think that these are things to be played with. I don't think we tempt God in these ways. So I tell people we don't need to be afraid, but we do need to be safe. And we do need to do what is in our best interest, as long as it does not contradict God's divine law. And if you listen to some of our previous messages, we've discussed that already. So what does this passage in Matthew 14, 28 through 33 have to do with this? Well, 
The story of Jesus walking on the water appears in three of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and John. But only in Matthew do we learn that Peter also walked on the water. What a feat that was. It must have been crazy to have witnessed that. But ever since Peter began to sink, some have criticized him. But I have yet to see any of his critics repeat his feat. Examining Peter walking on the water in response to Jesus walking on the water, we learn eight things and I want to talk about those as we go through this today. But I want to say this, that Peter acted in obedience and Peter had faith and Peter had his eyes on Jesus and when his eyes left Jesus, that's when the trouble happened. And I would tell you in any storm that you are facing, if it's a relational storm, if it is a employment storm, if it is a uh, faith storm, if it's a COVID-19 storm, whatever storm you are facing in your life, when we take our eyes off of Jesus, there's one direction we go, and that is that we begin to sink. And so as we talk about these eight things, and our sunrise message is going to be short this morning, but I just want us to think about these things. First, I want us to see this. So number one is this. Look for Jesus and keep looking to Jesus. Do you got that? Look for Jesus and keep looking to Jesus. So as we are in this situation, we're going to look for Jesus and see where he is working. We're going to look for the opportunities. We're going to see what doors he is opening during this time. And when we see that, we are going to continue looking to Jesus. Although a storm surrounded Peter, he looked to Jesus. The only problem was that he stopped looking at Jesus. The principle is clear, especially when life is a big storm like it is now. Look for Jesus and keep looking to Jesus. What does looking to Jesus look like for you? Second, when Jesus commands you, obey him. Simple obedience. And I don't like to say simple obedience because obedience isn't always simple, but that's really the simple answer. Jesus told Peter to come. He says, come to me on the water. And even though it made no sense, Peter did what Jesus said. This is what obedience looks like, doing what Jesus says. Is there any area of your life that you are not obeying the Lord? Third, faith is simply taking the next step. Simply taking the next step. Sometimes we make faith into something huge or we want to compare our faith to somebody else's faith. Faith is simply taking the next step. Peter took one step to get out of the boat and onto the water. Peter was doing just fine when he focused on the next step. He got into trouble when he lost sight of his next step. What next step has Jesus asked you to take? Fourth, faith unleashes the supernatural. Peter did not experience the supernatural power of God that allowed him to walk on water until he trusted as evidenced by his action. You see that? We can talk a big story about trusting God, but where does the rubber meet the road? Or where does the sandal or the flip-flop meet the water? Peter didn't really experience the supernatural power of God that allowed him to walk on the water until he trusted in God and evidenced this by his action. 
Is there anything you need to be doing differently in faith? Fifth, fear will sink you. When Peter had faith, he walked on water. Simply. He had faith, he walked on water. When he had fear, he sank in the water. The same is true for you. Fear will sink you. Is there any fear that is gripping and controlling your decision making? We need to keep our eyes on Christ. We need to keep our faith in him because fear will sink us. Sixth, Jesus saves you from many things. Jesus not only saved Peter from hell, but on this occasion, Jesus saved Peter from drowning. What things has Jesus saved you from? We can look at our life and see many things where God's hand has been involved and we could say, without God's intervention, I would have been dead. Jesus saves us from many things. Seventh, a little faith is better than no faith. The Bible talks about the faith the size of a mustard seed. And again, as we talked earlier about faith, it's not the size of the faith, but what we do with the faith that we have. The Lord Jesus spoke of Peter's little faith. This means that he was capable of even greater sustained faith. But the guys in the boat apparently had no faith. Peter was the one that stepped out and walked. Eighth, you can choose to worry or worship. In an instant, the men went from worrying about their circumstances to worshiping their Christ. How is your worship of the Lord going lately? When we think of that account again, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped Jesus, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. We can see that in the situation that we are currently in. I want to encourage you in these eight things today. Look for Jesus and keep looking to Jesus. When Jesus says something, obey him. Remember that faith is simply taking the next step. And faith unleashes the supernatural. We need to remember that fear will sink us. And that Jesus will save us from many things. And remember this, when you don't think you have enough faith, a little faith is better than no faith. And you can choose to worry or you can choose to worship. My prayer is that today you will worship the one who gave his life for you, who rose again in victory, and will accomplish all that is set before him, and will empower us to accomplish those things set before us. We ask this now in prayer. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the resurrection of Jesus. We thank you for faith as a gift that you have given us. We are saved by faith through grace, not of works lest any of us could boast. So Lord, we are thankful for that. But as we face tough times, as we face these difficulties in our life, and we've said that this world pandemic that is going on right now hasn't just infected people, but it's affected people. We know that there are families that are hurting, that are short on food, that are their work, their health, 
there's so many things, Lord. We pray for them, Lord, and we commit them all to you. But Lord, may we be joyous knowing that you are at work in this world. And we pray and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.